0: Hey y'all, so I love this verse out of the book of Romans in the Bible, chapter 6, verse 14. We really got to get into this. It's about sin not being your master anymore. Stay tuned to the next Black Nurse Biblecast. hey good morning good evening good afternoon how you guys doing it's your guy Larry and you just tune into black nurse Bible cast where I to tu- I talk about all things in God's word and today is um, a day we're just gonna go into the book of Romans chapter 6 and uh, chapter 6 verse 14 uh, sin is no longer your master and for you or you no longer live under the requirement of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of. God's grace isn't that Wonderful hey so we're gonna Be we're gonna talk about that one Today and we're gonna dive into that so You know when you get a chance you know get your Bibles get your 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 Bible app on your phone your tablet Whatever you wherever you use to read God's word follow along I'm gonna be Kind of jumping all over the place on this one Too so um, yeah so um, Just kind of kind of give Your heads up but anyway um, Yeah sit back relax and enjoy This next episode of Black Nurse Bible Cast Hey, so, um, good morning, first of all Hopefully you guys are doing well And, um, I know that we've been over, um in some previous episodes about Romans 6 But I really, really believe this is such a powerful um, chapter And um, I just wanted to kind of talk talk on it some more I know maybe some of this might be reviewed to some of you Maybe this is your first time um, listening to the podcast or the Bible cast And <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to kind of talk on um, what the Bible talks about about sin And, and what the Word of God really... Um, deals with now the chapter that I'm reading out of it's going to be out of Roman the book of Romans chapter 6 and um, this is Paul talking to the Rome of obviously the the Roman Church or the Church of Rome and really this is a phenomenal uh passage in which you know um, he's really kind of breaking down about you know sin and 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 basically how uh you know what how god sees sin and and how you know what what sin is as represents re- represents itself in the bible so uh let's go ahead and uh, i'm gonna start uh the 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 real text that I'm going to be talking from is actually from um, Romans chapter 6, verse 14. But um, I want to kind of go back to uh, verse 12. I know I have a habit of doing that. Sometimes I might say one thing and then next thing you know, it's like, oh, there's some other good stuff. So anyway, I did see some good stuff. So I want to kind of go back to verse 12 and then we go back into 14. OK, all right. So here we go. Verse twelve of Chapter Six. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give sin give in to sinful desires. Verse thirteen Do not let any part of your body become an instrument to evil to serve sin instead give your give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Verse 14, sin is no longer your master for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Verse 15, well then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, The question is, does that mean we we can go on sinning? The answer, of course not. Verse 16, don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you could choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Verse 17, thank God. Once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Verse 18. Now you are free from the free from your slavery to sin and you have become slaves to righteous living. Verse 19. Because of the weakness of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which leads it ever deeper into the sin. Now you must give yourselves to slaves of righteousness or righteous living so that you will become holy. And let's just throw in verse 20. Um, when you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right and what was the results you are now ashamed of the things you used to do things that end in eternal doom verse 22 but now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God now you do things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life in verse 23 for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. Um, again, like I said before, this um, chapter six of Romans is pretty powerful to me, and um, I really want to focus on, like I said, the verse of the verse of I guess of this Bible cast. Sin is no longer your master For you no longer live under the requirements of the law Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace Now, <clears throat> a lot of people don't under, don't believe this Or maybe they do But um, the way this is written Paul is saying in here That regardless of whether or not You feel like you're kind of living this life And you're doing what you want to do Basically it's saying That you are a slave to one or the other You're a slave to something Like I am a slave to something In other words You're either a slave to sin Or you're a slave to God With one or the other You might say Well I'm not a slave to nobody But There's always a master in your life. If it's, if it's yourself, if you're saying, well, I'm just a master of me, well, then the master of you is ultimately the master of sin. And the reason why I say that is because, uh, because when we, when we are born in this world, First of all our condition according to God Is where we are of the flesh We're sinful We don't obey God by nature The human nature is born into sin Because the Bible tells us that The Bible tells us and explains to us That when you were born You were born with this disease We were born with this this condition You know and that condition is sin What exactly is sin? Sin is the, the human nature, the, the, the ability that has us and gives us the, the ability to just do our own thing without any repercussions of what the result is. We desire to do wrong. We desire to do what is lawlessness or offensive, ultimately offensive to God, ultimately disobeying God, ultimately you know, living our lives away from God's rules and God's way and God's freedom to be his child to be. other, other words, to be uh, one with God. Sin keeps us separated from God. OK, when we sin, we're not a part of, of God. Now. Some people might say Well that doesn't seem right That doesn't seem fair You know That doesn't seem fair Who makes these rules up <laughs> Ultimately God does Ultimately God is saying here That listen you Whether you want to believe it or not Because God is who God is And we're not he does make the rules. He's the creator of all things and the creator of all humanity. So when we're born into this world, according to God, God says that we are born in sin. Now, maybe you're still not convinced of this, but here here's another thing that I want to get into. So we're going to go back a little bit. In this discussion to Romans chapter, excuse me, I'm sorry about that, I coughed, Romans chapter 5, okay, and um, we're going to go to Romans chapter 5, verse 12, and it's entitled Adam and Christ contrasted, so let's just go ahead and we're going to find out where sin came from, and this way we'll kind of a little bit understand a little bit more about you know why and how We're born into this sin So Adam and Christ Contracted <clears throat> When Adam sin sinned, sinned past tense Sin entered the world So Adam sin Brought death so death Spread to everyone For everyone sinned Okay key verse right here Remember Somebody had to Be the blame for this, so what? What the Bible is describing is the first man that was ever created by God. Basically, he's the one that sin. He's the one that brought sin into the world. It entered into the world because he why? Because he was disobedient to God. Okay, and we can go into even further back than that and go into Genesis, but for the sake of time, in Romans chapter 5 verse 12 it says when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death so death spread to everyone for everyone sinned. Verse 13. Yes people sinned even before the law was given but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Still verse 14, still everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. And even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who was yet to come. Verse 15. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of one man Which is Adam Brought death to many But even greater is God's wonderful grace And his gift of forgiveness To many through This other man Jesus Christ Verse 16 And the result of God's gracious gift Is very different From the result of of that one man's sin for Adam's sin led to condemnation but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God even though we are guilty of many sins verse 17 for the sin of one man which was Adam caused death to rule over many but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness for all who receive it. It will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Now, just to reiterate, yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation to everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings right relationship with God and new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, obeyed God, basically, many will be made righteous. Now, verse 20 real quick. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sin, more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So just as sin ruled over all people, brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. I kind of wanted to give you a little bit of backstory on that In other words If you want to blame somebody Adam being the first created man Because of his disobedience Sin entered into the world Because he was the first human And guess what? We're all a part of the first Adam We're all a part of that, that line Of the first man it doesn't matter what, you know, some people I can hear some people right now because, you know, him being a black man or a man of color. You know, I get it. But here's the thing. We're not talking about color of skin right now. We're talking about a condition that keeps us separate from God, which regardless of whether you are whether you are right or wrong, white or black. We are all in need of God's glorious grace. And we're all in need of Christ, <clears throat> whether it be black or white, whether the historical figure of Adam was black. It doesn't matter. The matter the, the whole situation here is that is the is the ultimate the, the real realization of our spiritual need. For God in our lives, the condition, according to Romans six fourteen, is the fact that we are not we are slaves to something. Someone is your master, and as a result, when we're born into this world, we're born a slave to sin. But the Bible here is explaining here. It says sin is no longer your master. In other words, I love why this is being is is, is put in here because one, this is your current condition for those that are in Christ Jesus. If you right now are listening to this Bible cast, if you're in Christ Jesus, if you're saved, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, if you have Christ is the head of your life. According to this, you, sin is no longer your master. Why is this important to know? Why is this, this message, why is this verse important for us to know, even as Christians? Let's continue on to verse 14 again. For you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Now, here we go. Wait a minute. So it's saying, for you no longer live under... The requirements of the law. I think a little bit we talked about what the law was, right? Because remember back in verse, I mean in chapter five, what does he say? He talks about there was no law to keep in the beginning. But what is the what was the what was the what did the law do? To those of us, once you knew what the law was, see, the law begins to condemn you. So, verse five, I mean, chapter five, verse 13 says, Yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was no law. There was, there was not yet any law to break. Verse 14, still everyone died. From the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God, as Adam did. Okay, now let's understand something. It's not even a matter of of a law, a do or don't. It's a matter of the conscience. It's a matter of your spiritual consciousness. <laughs> Here's the thing. Adam disobeyed God, okay, through through the mere fact that when God told him in the garden of Eden, do not eat, do not eat the fruit of the tree. Let's matter of fact, (laughs) I know, like I said, I guess I am a, a preacher at heart because I have to I have to I have to go into this. We have to discover this real quick. Let's go to the, to the actual, the actual situation here. Okay. Um, let's go to the situation because here's the thing. Um, you know, God, he's, he establishes something. He talks to man. He, he, he explains to man, you know, he explains to him, "This is what the rule is, or this is what." And see, anything God, anything that God uh, uh, says to him, to us, even to you, to me, he he, it's a it's considered a commandment. It's considered, in other words, His word is is not just something to, oh yeah, well, I I you know, I I guess I'll, I'll listen to you. I guess I'll do what I what I'm asked to do right now now let's go to um genesis chapter 2 uh verse 15 and it says that the lord god placed the man in the garden of eden to tend and watch over it but the lord god warned him here it is in verse 16 you may eat freely you may freely eat i'm sorry the fruit of every tree in the garden, every tree, verse 17, except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you, you are sure to die. Okay. You are sure to die. Now it goes on from, from this point to Genesis chapter three real quick. And in verse in chapter three, we're taken to a situation here where the serpent, according to the Bible, his this is where the devil is, and the devil he makes it makes known here that the devil is going to basically tempt man. At this point in the story, he's actually talking to Eve, which is the woman that God created. And just as a sidebar, okay, when the woman sinned or the woman listened to God, I mean listened to Satan, excuse me, when the woman listened to Satan and she listened to him and she reasoned within herself this situation, then ultimately she explained to her husband, which was Adam. And we'll see where this goes real quick. So let's let's let me let me not skip ahead here. So it says in verse uh, in verse two of, of Genesis three, of course we may eat fruit of the tree in the garden. And the woman, the woman replied, verse, verse three, it's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it if you do. You will die. Okay. Verse four. You won't die. The the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it. And you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some some of the fruit and ate it. Then she turned around and she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. Verse seven At that moment their eyes were open, and they suddenly felt shame felt shamed at their nakedness, so they sold fig leaves Together to cover themselves Okay And let's just continue Let's skip over a few parts of this In verse 9 it says The Lord God called to man Where are you? Verse 10 says He replied I heard you walking in the garden So I hid I was afraid Because I was naked Stop right here As you see how this progression happens once, once Eve took the fruit, remember she was, she was approached by Satan. She explains, this is what God said, do not eat of the fruit of this tree. Satan's listening to her reason why not to eat the fruit of the tree. She explains to him further that we can eat any other fruit. There's so much fruit, so many trees and so much fruit, but you cannot eat that one thing that i asked you that's what god said do not eat this one thing do not touch it do not eat it and you know what the one thing that god told us not to do we do anyway why remember satan can't make you do anything satan can suggest to you what to do he can actually give you reasons why you could do it And the reason why God tells you not to do it. Remember this. One thing um, I will say this and we'll continue on. When I first got saved, I remember the Holy Spirit telling me that I'm going to work in your heart and Satan's going to work in your head. Every decision that you've ever made when it comes to sin, if you really think about it, the temptation started in your head because you saw the thing that you wanted to do, you thought about, maybe I shouldn't do this. This is not right. But then the other part of your head, your reasoning in there said, well, you know, it's not that bad. You can go ahead and take a chance. Go ahead and do it. It's all right. It's only one time. Right. So exactly. This is where this this is where that the the, the process of temptation begins to happen. See, so don't feel bad if you're ever tempted and you've, and you've fallen into sin because guess what? We read right here in, in Genesis, in Genesis chapter three, that even, even Adam and Eve were tempted and they fell into sin. They fell into sin. What was sin? And this is where I want to address the issue. The sin, excuse me, the sin was disobeying God. The sin was when God said, you can have any fruit of the of, of of any of the trees in the garden, but of this one, he warned them: do not eat it, because in the day that you eat it, according to his according to his warning, basically you will die. Remember the tree of tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Okay, there was two trees. See. And and see, God understood the results, the result of if you do something. Remember, when God tells you something or warns you of something, he just doesn't say this, say, don't do this, don't do that. Just because he's trying to be mean. He knows the results of if you do something, this is what's going to happen. Okay. So I'm not going to get into that, that, that train of thought that I just had about this, but I am going to tell you though, that this is where we, we understand where sin comes from. And we understand the power of sin. We understand that when what sin does to us, it awakens those things that we now understand that is wrong. See, we, we didn't understand what right and wrong was, but It's not about the law, according to when we was in Romans. See, when Romans talks about it, he talks about it, talks about it to where it's like, hey, you know, these this is where we now understand that when God says something, it's not a matter of the of of a law requirement of law of do and don't. It's a requirement of this is what I ask you not to do now. Sin is no longer your master For you no longer live Under the requirements of the law Instead you live under the freedom Of God's grace Okay God's grace Now let's. this is the third part of, of Verse 14 The first part he says Sin is no longer your master The second part is For you no longer live Under the requirements of the law What is the requirements of the law They are now, if you do these things, if you, if you, if you commit sin, if you, which all of us have done, what is the, what is the result? You break the law, you're punished. What is the punishment? The punishment in this case is death. Now you say, well, I can hear you right now. Well, we're all going to die. Of course, we're all going to die. Let's just say this sidebar real quick. We probably wouldn't have never died had it not been for the fact that Adam and Eve, when they sinned and sin came in, that they could have, we could have been eternal beings. You never know. But because they sinned, that brought in the sin nature, which was not according to what God desired for us. Remember something. Here's two parts to this. One, God gives you the freedom of choice. He gives you the freedom to choose whether or not to sin or not sin. He he doesn't tell you, he warns you. Remember in Genesis in Genesis chapter 3 or chapter 2, excuse me, he warned Adam and said, "Look, if this is if you do this, this is what's going to happen." He didn't outright tell him, "Don't," but he did warn him. I'm asking you, Don't do it Okay Another thing I will say this real quick And before we get back on the topic The way sin works Is because we have the sin nature The temptation comes The temptation draws us to that desire Remember there's something in us And I remember we talked about this In I believe it was uh, James The book of James We talked about how the fact that Sin it, the sin nature works deep within every single one of us. Let me just prove this. A child never has to be taught to do what is wrong. They have to be taught to do what is right. Naturally, our our, our inclination, our bent, our our our, our evilness or our sinfulness automatically pushes us, tempts us. To look at the thing that we cannot have Once someone tells you You can't have this Everything within your your Being Now wants to know why Now it wants to Now it is driven to the very thing That you're not supposed to have The thing that that According to that law That says don't do this Because if you do This is what's going to happen all of a sudden, curiosity, being nosy, the questions, being inquisitive. Why? Why can't I have it? According to the Bible, in Adam, when Adam and Eve back in the garden, Satan listened to their reason. She, li- He listened to, to Eve's reason. Why? Well, you want to know why? Because it's the moment that you do You're going to be like God And you're going to know good and evil You're going to know right and wrong The question is Or the temptation was Is that so wrong to be like God? Is that so wrong to want to know The difference between right and wrong? Maybe you should try it It shouldn't hurt you I don't think God's going to really punish you Remember he says that you surely shall not die You're not going to die Remember, all these things come from within. Now, I know the Bible talks about Satan and the serpent, and I'm not going to tell you that he's not real. But what I am saying, though, according to 2019, that same that same spirit and that same spirit of temptation and that reasoning still comes within you and me. We still go through a life from morning to night, from 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 Sunday to Saturday for you know, 365 days a year We still go through A series of choices in our lives Whether or not we're going to Obey or disobey God That's where it comes from So Like it says here The last part of this Is instead You live Under God's under the freedom of God's grace. And now what is that? What is the under the freedom of God's grace? We'll be right back. Stay tuned for this commercial break. Okay, so you ready for some good news? Well, of course, according to the Bible and the gospel, of course, it's all good news. So let's go and continue on in this. So in Ephesians um, chapter two, verse one, um, I'm going to go into a little bit of verse one and we're going to hit um, some of that. And then first verse eight. So. It says here, it says, once you were dead because of your disobedience to and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil. Okay, the commander of the power of the unseen world. He is a spirit. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Verse three, all of us used to live that way following the passionate desires and inclinations of your sinful desire. But our very nature, by our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. Verse four, it says, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. And in quotations it says, it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. Because we are united with Christ Jesus. Okay, verse 8, it says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for good things you, we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do, we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Now let's, let's unpack that real quick. Remember, it's God's grace and salvation is not a reward because we don't deserve it we've done nothing to, to earn it. We've done nothing to keep it. To even justify having it. We remember we were disobedient. According to the Bible, we were disobedient. And according to God's grace though, God says, "You know what? <clears throat> I'm going to I'm going to give them a chance." To be able to be To have a chance To do the right things Okay Again remember We're no longer Sin is no longer a master over us And we no longer have to live Under the requirements Which the requirements means That there's death So guess what We're living under God's grace Instead, you're living under the freedom of God's grace According to Romans 6.14 Okay So God's grace has set us free from the law Set us free Not only does it set us free But also it gives us the opportunity now To to be all that we can be in, in God You and I both can be all that we can be in God now so if you listen to this Bible cast at this point and say, for instance, you've been you've been going to church, you've been, you know, doing the religious thing, so to speak, I guess. Remember, it's not about religion. It's not about the law. It's not about do's and don'ts. But it truly is about God and giving you his grace, his his loving kindness, his mercy and, and, and that kind of gets me back to the place in my heart where loving God is, is, is exactly where he wants us. And if you obey God, it's because you love him and he loves you. Remember, we're not, even though Paul talks about it, in, like he says, in, as, as slaves, but God doesn't really consider us slaves. You know what I mean? In other words, he was using that as an example He was using that as an illustration Like he says in verse 19 of Romans 6 Because of the weakness of your human nature I am using the illustration of slavery To help you understand all of this Previously, you let yourselves be slaves To impurity and lawlessness Which led you deeper into sin and of course, deeper in the sin, will also gives you unto death. So now you must give yourselves to be slaves of righteousness, living so that you will become holy remember becoming holy is a process it doesn't happen overnight it is a life of living according to God am I saying you're going to be perfect no you're going to slip but your heart is going to change you're going to have a change of heart about every single thing you do every decision that you make when it comes to living according to God so when you do make a mistake or when you do slip up and you say you know what it's not so much that oh I messed up it might be be but then the other part of it is man I I, you know I I, I don't want to displease my Lord I don't want to displease God I know God saw that because remember God sees everything we do but I'm going to tell you though With every slip up and every fall We learn that God gives us more and more grace He gives us grace And and he knows that you're going to slip up You're going to make that mistake There's also again choices that you will make But remember Adam and Eve needed grace They They needed mercy And you know what? They had to deal with the consequences Of their choice As a matter of fact The real, real situation Was the fact Like it says in Romans 6, 14 Or actually Romans 5 we were kind of skipping around there But in Romans chapter 5 It talks about How we As we were Uh, Subject to the law And and not just before the law But when, when sin came in So when sin came in Sin came in as a result of one man's disobedience Just by one person Just by one person Making that decision And because he made that decision Sin came in so this is why God says, you know what? I'm going to give these, I'm going to give humanity grace. I'm going to give them, I'm going to cover them with grace. That means that I'm going to give them a way out. I'm going to give them a way to turn this thing around. Yes, Adam did mess it up for everybody. It's not fair that me and you, when we're born, we come into this sin. Remember, when you're born into this world, or you and I are both born into this world, we came into sin. We didn't do it in the beginning But we came into it So now we have this Sinful desire and the Bible Is now telling us that now Because of God's grace we don't have To worry about that We have a way out We have a way out of that Praise God So (laughs) I know it was kind of a little bit lengthy But you know something though I really enjoy Romans 6 and I really enjoy how Paul breaks it down and talks to us about, you know, God's grace and, and, and his mercy and how, and how sin doesn't have to have dominion over us. Listen, when you come into Christ, you first get saved. You're like, man, you know, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I want to live for God. But I don't want to keep sinning I don't want to keep displeasing And listen, if you're that person That feels in their heart That I don't want to keep sinning Guess what? That's actually a good thing Because you have what you call conviction Not condemnation But conviction Conviction of the fact that I don't want to do this or 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 I messed up. And because you're thinking like that already, your mind, your heart is already there to please God. Guess what? That's a beautiful thing because you could be the type of person that says, "Oh well, I guess uh, you know, it, it, you know, he just going to have to understand. I I ain't gonna never be right." <laughs> you know? I'm laughing because I know some of us have been there like that. But Here's the thing though We're under no obligation To do what's wrong It says in verse, four, in verse 20 of chapter 6 of Romans When you were slaves to sin You were free from the obligation to do right See, when you were slaves of sin As a result, you were now You were ashamed Of the things you used to do Things that ended in eternal doom, but now you're free and you're free from the power of sin. And that's where he's he wants to let you let us know. Whoever's your master, you give him power over that. And so that therefore that that power now it has you to the point of man, I, I can't I can't do this, I can't get out of this. You gave it so much power okay so I hope this helped you and make it help me but again you know thank God for Romans chapter 6 verse 14 and that'll be it for today. I appreciate you tuning in checking out this Bible cast that that's been put together. And uh, you can follow me on my social media, all social medias, are Black Nerd for you, uh, Black Nerd 46 at Facebook and uh, Instagram um, at Black Nerd uh, for you on Instagram and Black simply Black Nerd on twitter and that's spelled b-l-k-n-e-r-d not b-l-a-c-k but b-l-k-n-e-r-d also check me out on all the other podcasts that i'm on now i'm on so many different podcasts first of all before i forget <laughs> i did it last time but i'm not gonna forget this time first of all you can find me on anchor anchor is the place where you know according to the commercial you can record your own podcast. So I invite anybody that's really wanting to do a podcast, do it on this, on this, this here anchor, and this here will help you to just, you know, get your, your message out, whatever it is, whatever it's on your heart to do. And, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll distribute it, they'll distribute it to all the different other Forms, you know, whether it's iTunes, like I'm on iTunes, or now it just turned. I just found out that it's no more iTunes, so I guess it's Apple Music now. So yeah, so I'm sure I'm on Apple Music. You're you'll be on Google Google Podcasts. You'll be on all these other ones like uh, um, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, uh, you know, Overcast, uh, and so just so, so many others, you know, um, that that you, this is so many uh, other ones you know pocket cats as well and and oh and on spotify everybody uses spotify so you're also be on spotify which is a big platform to be on so again follow me on those areas if you know if you don't have an account you know get you an account get you a spotify account get you a pocket cast account it's free some of these these um some of these are free too so you don't have to worry about paying like anything some of them will use it's free but then there's a premium version or whatever but the thing is is that you can still get a podcast and there's so many great podcasts out there and anchor also we do a lot of podcasts there too so anyway that's about all i have hey you know before i forget you know let's pray for the people in southern california again there's lots of fires that's been going on um we've it's like it's over oh man i think it was like over a thousand homes or something like that i was reading or listening to the radio Uh, a a hundred over a hundred people were evacuated or a thousand people evacuated some huge number pray 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 for those people out there um that's in southern california okay and um just continue to pray for our nation and stuff we're going to a lot of Politics. I am not getting to know kind of politics on this podcast at all. I have a lot of things. I have a lot of uh, you know just uh, thoughts about this stuff. Like, you know what? I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna do what God tells me to do. This <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. But just I would say this: that if, if anything when you watch the news, you see situations, circumstances, and things like that. You know. God puts it on your heart, pray, you know, that's the best thing we can do, we can pray for people, we can pray for situations, circumstances, and events, and, 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 and things that are happening in our world today, and if anything, you know, if you can't really get involved to do something about it, uh, you know, the one thing you can do is to pray. Because when you pray, the power of prayer is so phenomenal. It it, it goes and pierces through barriers and things like that. We're going to get into a Bible cast about prayer. So So, don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed everything. And I will be talking to you next time. Have a blessed week. Goodbye.